The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Technology and adjusting values of success and happiness are changing the way we live and work. If you are a homeowner, aspiring homeowner, or business professional, these transitions are affecting your real estate decisions now. Welcome to the future of real estate with Jessica Stoner. Jessica and her guests will key you in to the technological evolution and other factors that will affect all aspects of real estate, your home, and community of the future. Now, here is your host, Jessica Stoner. Welcome. I'm so glad to have you here today. I'm your host, Jessica Stoner, and you're listening to the future of real estate. You can like me on Facebook, connect with me on LinkedIn, follow me on Twitter, add me on Google+, and you can find all these contacts on my website, realestatefuture.ca. It's so great to have you join me today. This is the very first episode of the show. We're going to have a great time. We're going to be chatting about a number of subjects and themes that we're going to cover in the show over the next many weeks. Some of it will be great fun and entertaining. Others will be thought-provoking and very informative. We have two knowledgeable guests joining us today. Roy Anderson, Executive Director at Remax of Western Canada, and Doug Topp, a realtor with McDonald Realty in Squamish, British Columbia in Canada. I'll share a bit about myself. I've been in the real estate industry for 19 years as a realtor, a broker, owner of various real estate brokerages, and I've been quite involved in real estate technology training. I'm also a futurist, and I focus my futurist work on real estate and the future of real estate. I get super excited about what's coming next. Right now, there's so many things in the pipeline that's coming down that's going to make our lives better. And I love the advancement in technology. I get excited about how it can be applied to our day-to-day lives, how it can be applied to business, and of course, how it can be used in real estate. It was an absolutely It was an absolute necessity for me to become a real estate futurist, just so I can talk about all these many, many things that make me so excited. I live and sell real estate in the heart of the Canadian Rocky Mountains in a small resort town, Canmore, Alberta. It's close to Banff, Alberta, which many of you may be more familiar with. You may have visited the castle like Banff Springs Hotel or skied at uh, Sunshine Ski Resort or Lake Louise Ski Resort in the area. If you've ever visited here or if you've seen pictures, you know the stunning mountain scenery I get to see every day while I'm talking to you. When I'm not going on about the future of real estate, I'm usually out in the mountains riding my bike. That's pretty much all I do. Sell real estate, talk about the future of real estate, and ride my bike. Today's show is an introduction to this series. We're going to touch on the topics that we're going to cover in subsequent shows. 
there is a wide variety of topics we're going to talk about because real estate is affected by so many different things. So, of course, as I mentioned, there's the technology advancements. These are the type of things that are going to affect what will be in our home in the future and how we interact with our home, which is an odd thing to say because right now we don't interact with our homes. (laughs) But we will be developing relationships with our homes in the future, and that's because we have the technology developing to allow us to do this. The technology is going to allow us to uh, buy and sell our homes in very different manners. It will affect how we build our homes, what materials will be used. There's new processes and completely new designs that are coming down the pipeline. So we're going to talk about a lot of that in our future shows. There's also less tangible catalysts for change in the real estate world. Our values and attitudes regarding housing just won't be the same in the future. Real estate has not changed all that much for 50 or 60 or even 100 years. But we are going to see major change over the next couple of decades. Because we're going to see so much change in such a short period of time, it's really important that we know what's coming. We're going to have different needs and desires regarding our housing. Uh, We're going to have the ability to work from home or from anywhere for that matter. We have the boomers, the baby boomers retiring. And the baby boomer generation is so massive that any time they embark on a major change in their lives, it affects us all. When people retire, real estate, their needs change. So we have a big change just from that one generation alone that we need to address and be aware of. We have newer generations that are coming up as well. And they have very different values regarding their work and their housing and their lifestyle and communities. So we'll be talking about that as well. This show is designed for listeners from all walks of life. It's designed for homeowners, so you know what will be happening and you can make good decisions regarding your own housing. It will be designed for renters and people for a very long time have never thought of renters as a relevant part of the real estate landscape. Renters will be an extraordinarily important part in the future in all things that have to do with real estate. Renters will be past homeowners. We'll have a lot of retirees that are um, making changes. So maybe they sell their home and they're not sure what their next step is and they're renting temporarily. Maybe they're renting permanently and they'll use the equity from their home to support their retirement. Maybe it's just a lifestyle that people are going to choose instead of home ownership. Renters are also going to be not only past homeowners, but of course, future homeowners, very similar as as it is today. But we're also going to have a lot of renters that are current homeowners. We're going to be moving into a very mobile lifestyle in the future. Technology simply will allow us to be on the move much more than we are. So having a home somewhere that you're renting out while you're elsewhere renting somebody else's home, this will become the norm. So renters are going to be an important um, listening Uh, group of listeners for this uh, show. It's also really important for buyers and sellers and real estate investors to know what's going to go on in the future uh, in regards to the real estate landscape. Of course, businesses will want to know about this information, especially businesses 
connected to the real estate world. Realtors, broker owners, uh, mortgage companies, property managers, and of course, um, the construction industry and builders. And of course, we're also focusing on entrepreneurs because entrepreneurs always need to know what's going on. What we are going to learn will be very relevant when you're trying to make decisions in regards to your housing, whether it's right now or down the road. You're going to want to know what people will want in their homes in the future. Uh, You will be aware, once we cover a few of these topics, what kind of shifts will be happening, where people are moving and why. And you'll know this before it happens. You'll know what kind of homes will be in demand and which ones will be losing appeal. And you'll be aware of emerging lifestyles that you may not even have known existed or will be an option. So you'll have the benefit of all this information before it's obvious. And that puts you on the forefront and it gives you a little edge when you're either investing or just making a decision regarding your own home. Feel free to share the link to the show to anyone that you think may benefit from this, whether it's your friends or family or work colleagues, you'll find that this will be really beneficial for them. And please feel free to share the show. We put a lot of importance on history in the society. We study history. There's all kinds of advanced education in regards to history. We use our history and others to make important decisions. But we need to study the future equally as much. History is only half of our lives. The other half is the future. So when we pay attention to what is likely to happen and even pay attention to things that just might happen, we're never going to be surprised. So that's the point of this show. We want to cover all the bases so you know what is and what might be coming down the pipeline and you're not surprised. If you have an idea for a show topic or you have a question or if you would like a referral to a realtor in your area that's knowledgeable about the future of real estate, please feel free to send me a note through my website. My uh, web address is realestatefuture.ca. So at this point, I think we're going to head on into a break. When we return, we'll be chatting with Roy Anderson, the Executive Director of REMAX in Western Canada. And I'll see you in a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Future of Real Estate with Jessica Stoner. To learn more about the topics on today's show, visit www.realestatefuture.ca. Now, back to the future of real estate. And we're back. We are talking with Roy Anderson today. He's the executive director of REMAX of Western Canada. He started his career with REMAX 30 years ago as a sales associate before becoming a franchise owner in New Westminster in British Columbia in Canada. He joined the regional head office 17 years ago, and Roy oversees REMAX of Western Canada's member services, events, and corporate affairs department. With this extensive experience, I thought Roy would be able to help us understand a little more about what our listeners and what the public maybe wants to know about the future of real estate and what they maybe should know about the future of real estate. Welcome, Roy. Welcome. Thank you, Jess. You're welcome. I certainly, first of all, I want to say uh, I'm thrilled to be a part of your first uh, broadcast. Oh, well, I'm so glad you're here, too. <laughs> so, Roy, you have a really good understanding of the real estate market. And where do you see things going in the future of real estate? What do you think are sort of the main points that will be um, coming up that we need to know about and talk about? Well, I think that uh, first and foremost, uh, times are changing. As you mentioned earlier in your opening, uh, technology and social media have certainly had a huge effect on on the way we do business, not just real estate-wise, but uh, in every other facet of our lives. <clears throat> I think uh, from a real estate point of view, if you look back in history, the uh, the role of a real estate agent was uh, more or less the gatekeeper of information. If you wanted to know a price on a home or some details on a particular home, you pretty much had to contact a real estate agent directly. And as we know now, uh, today, uh, the landscape is much different. You can, you can find information like that much more easily, and there are lots of websites out there where you can gain access to that sort of information. So the role of a, a real estate agent has changed dramatically over the, the years, and those that have changed and, and moved along with the technology uh, understand exactly the, that, that uh, you know, you're not you're not now the uh, person who has to physically show everyone where the schools are and what the walkability of the neighborhoods are or any sort of stats on what's selling and what's not selling because those are all available. So the it's true. role of it's the true. real estate yeah. agent changes. Yeah, it's more to more of a an interpreter of that information. And why is that important to me? And why is it not important to me? and uh, more of a negotiator, so to speak, when it comes to bringing parties together in a real estate transaction. That is going to be a very interesting show that we're going to be talking about in the future. Right now, we see the next step 
in a real estate transaction and where realtors will come in in the next step. We're also going to explore beyond that. So what happens after the next step? Because we have some really fascinating technologies that are coming up that aren't quite existing yet, but will change all kinds of things. So, you know, for example, we'll be talking about drones in the role they're going to use not only around your home, but in your ability to sell your home. We have AI coming up, which will make huge differences um, in the real estate transaction and, uh, you know, make things much safer and much more efficient for both the realtor and the clients. So that's going to be a great show. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, that's great. I, I just love some of the new stuff. Like you mentioned drones. That's a, a terrific way to market properties and, and get a, a real good feel for what the area uh, and the neighborhoods look like. Well, as a realtor, I'm really excited. This doesn't quite exist yet, but I can't wait until it does, <laughs> is that <laughs> we'll have the indoor drones. I mean, there are some yet, but it's still very, very new. That is going to allow people to do virtual showings live, direct the drone around and see what they want to see, even though they can't physically be there. So, you know, I live in a resort town. Our buyers are all over the place and that would be great. But we need to make sure the drones don't run into things. So, you know, we're not quite at at that stage yet, but it will. It'll come down the pipeline. Well, hopefully we don't all need pilot's licenses to operate them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we we have a lot of red tape and and regulations that we're going to have to work out before this is the norm. So that's why it's the next step. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So what else do you think that buyers and sellers should know about the future of real estate that maybe we're not discussing yet? Well, I think that there's been a lot of changes over the years in the type of real estate that, uh, you know, the traditional home, three-bedroom home with a white picket fence uh, is not necessarily the norm anymore as it used to be. You see, That's true. over the years, yeah, well, I, I think back to the 70s and 80s when the, the concept of warehouse lofts came in, and that was a, a, a real sort of uh, eye-opener that we're using space that normally wouldn't be used for real estate, and, and now we see the involvement into things like carriage homes, and, and one of the cool things that I've seen lately is the storage container idea, people mm-hmm. actually uh, turning a storage container into, into a living space and home. So I think we're, we're looking at a lot of, we need to sort of open our eyes uh, to a lot of different possibilities over the, the coming years. That is very much something that our whole society is going to have to embrace because the traditional homes, we just don't have room for them anymore. <laughs> Just like we don't have any more room on the roads for more cars, we can't keep the traditional idea of um, the typical home, which, as you said, is the you know three-bedroom home with a picket fence. There's no more land, <laughs> not in the exactly. places where people want to live. So you're right. We're going to have to repurpose space and repurpose um, buildings and um, you know other other materials to make real estate feasible in the future. Uh, agreed. And, and as you say, they're not making any more land, so <laughs> find, find out how to use it a little bit better. And, and I think there's lots of cultures around the world who have done a good job of that and in, in being able to, maybe it's uh, families doubling up or tripling up in, in, uh, in spaces and uh, becoming uh, a little more, uh, uh, making a little better use of the space that's available to them. 
Yeah. Well, and we'll be talking about, you know, new construction techniques and new materials and uh, new styles of housing in um, subsequent shows here. But something that is very much tied to that, which is nice that they sort of work together, is that people's values regarding housing is changing. So, you know, that was always the American dream. And of course, you know, the American dream is very similar to the Canadian dream of um, having your single family home. People's relationship towards housing is changing and that's not necessarily what people want and uh, what they're seeking. So it's kind of nice that they go hand in hand that, you know, we're going to have these different styles of housing and uh, that is exactly what people are looking for. Absolutely true. Uh, and I think that there's lots of options there. And <clears throat> as I mentioned, a lot of changes in the, in the, uh, in the real estate uh, landscape. And uh, that, that goes sort of part and parcel too, I think with uh, the aging of our population and uh, mm-hmm. baby boomers who certainly uh, at one point uh, in, in their lifetimes uh, will look at uh, perhaps downsizing or finding a way maybe to help their, their children afford a home. I, mean, I think the, you know, if you ask me what the, what the, biggest question in real estate is these days and that would be well how can i afford it and in many marketplaces and i think uh, yeah sorry oh go ahead yeah no i think the answer there is that is looking at the different options and different things that may be available to you not just the traditional home and in many in many cases uh um, we see more and more people working from their home with uh with um, you know personal devices etc they can be conducting business from virtually anywhere. So that may be a, a downtown loft or it may be a, uh, an acreage out in the country. So uh, I think yeah. possibilities. Yeah, all these changes are definitely going to take some adjustment because, you know, as I mentioned, we haven't had much change for a really long time. Um, you know, the boomers are definitely going to be... Um, affecting real estate and affecting it uh, for all of us because they're just such a large uh, demographic that anytime they make a big change, it affects us all. So we have a whole show dedicated to the boomers (laughs) and their retirement and how it's going to change things. And it's not simple and straightforward. You would think that, you know, all the boomers are downsizing, but there, as I said, there's so many new options and lifestyles out there. I have boomers as clients doing everything from buying a really big home so all their family can come and visit to buying a very small lock up and go home because that's one of three of these small homes that they're going to have so there's you know the boomers it's not a straightforward topic and it will be a really interesting show no you're absolutely right there yeah so what do you find you had mentioned um, about people being able to work from home and um, uh, being able to work from anywhere now. So that's going to lead to some pretty major changes in real estate because if you can work from anywhere, do you buy a home in one city? What are your thoughts on that? Well, that's a, that's a great topic uh, to discuss, I think, because uh, you're, you're right and that, that with, with technology, you can be just about anywhere doing business. Um, depending on what business you happen to be in, you may want to be somewhere closer to an airport if, if travel is part of what you do, um, or you may uh, 
simply uh, like the downtown lifestyle and want to live in a in a downtown uh, uh, type environment and are prepared to work in a smaller space and live in a smaller space. Uh, we see lots of that in the urban areas across Canada. Uh, so there, there's many possibilities there, I think, and, and it's it's that's the cool part of things is that uh, you know you can really adjust your lifestyle and adjust your your residential situation. Uh, in many cases, to uh, the flexibility of your of your uh, business or or work environment. Yeah, I think you you, you know we've been saying this one main uh, word fairly often, which is change and adjust. <laughs> we're going to have right. a lot of adjustments where we're going to need. There's going to be all these changes. How do you think municipalities and cities are going to keep up with the need for these changes? You know, we have. People working from home now. We have, um, you know, people that are uh, no longer living in the cities, and they um, they don't need to commute anymore. So that's going to, um, you know, change the downtown core and change the um, commercial um, tax base. It's going to change everything. Do you think municipalities and cities will keep up with with making regulations to ad- adapt? Well, that's a great question because uh, I believe that they need to. Uh, some will be more proactive than others, and certainly you want a city council or uh, the leaders of a municipality to really understand what's going on in, the, in their marketplaces and be able to adjust. You know, simply, you know, if a property is zoned for one use uh, 20 years ago, that doesn't necessarily relate to what's happening in today's marketplace. And obviously, we need to look at more multifamily type situations and simply mm-hmm. simply saying, no, this is a single family neighborhood uh, isn't isn't going to cut it anymore and in a lot of particularly urban areas, but yeah uh, I, I think virtually anywhere in Canada. Yeah, I think there's going to have to be some major adjustments in in uh, cities and municipalities to accommodate these changes. Mm-hmm. Um, Roy, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, you can reach Roy at, at and Remax of Western Canada, um, the website remax.ca, or you can tweet them at Remax Western Can. You can find this contact information on my website, realestatefuture.ca. And uh, we're going to head into a break now. When we get back, we're going to talk with Doug Top, a realtor with McDonald Realty in Squamish. Uh, British Columbia in Canada. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests and new happenings at the voice America talk radio network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. 
The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to the future of real estate with Jessica Stoner. To learn more about the topics on today's show, visit www.realestatefuture.ca. Now, back to the future of real estate. And we're back. We are talking with Doug Top, a realtor at McDonald Realty in Squamish, British Columbia in Canada. Doug has been a realtor for the last 21 years. He is a consistent top producer working out of both Alberta and British Columbia. He has a really good insight in regards to what um, both buyers and sellers will be looking for in regards to their future housing and what kind of things they um, might want to know about and what kind of things that maybe they should know about. So, Doug, welcome. Thanks for having me, Jessica. Congratulations Uh, on the show. Thanks so much. So, Doug, I wanted to chat with you today because you're in a very um, uh, significant um, situation in your life where you're trying to decide if uh, you're going to buy or build or what your next step in housing is. So what are your thoughts in regards to what type of information would be helpful for you when you're making this decision? Well, I'm at the tail end of the boomers and uh, having been a renter and a homeowner in my lifetime, I'm currently a renter and I'm currently looking at building on some land that we've got here. Um, there are a number of things that my wife and I are looking at and, uh, uh, you know, it's nice to be able to get out of the real estate market at my age and use that, um, revenue to support my lifestyle. Um, but it's also nice to have an opportunity to build a new home in a new location. Um, we've been very comfortable renting here and I think we're going to see a lot of, um, people of my demographic that will do exactly what you discussed earlier in the show, which is, uh, take their money out of the real estate market and, um, occupy properties as tenants. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that's really important for me right now, uh, and I noticed that this has changed over my years as a realtor, is is the timely delivery of your product. So when you're getting into new construction, uh, I think with today's sort of uh, instant gratification mindset, um, construction practices have evolved from a point where 15 years ago, builders were delivering product in six months. Now it's you know, often 12 months or longer. Mm-hmm. And there are a number of opportunities coming down the road. They, they exist today, but I think they'll become more prevalent, such as, uh, you know, modular prefabrication, 
use of SIPs panels, uh, structurally ins insulated panels, and even mass production of product that will allow home construction to take place sooner and to allow the buyer group to get into the properties more quickly. Yeah, that is, you know, one of the factors that I think is driving that particular new type of um, of construction. And it's not new at all. It's just that when we're talking about in-factory building um, and, you know, the modular home where you're delivering the home on a trailer, um, you know, we've had that around for many, many, many years. But the quality of the building now is so improved that, you know, we probably are looking at um, the future of um, construction being in a factory now. And so the fact that it's just faster is just one of the benefits, I think. You know, we're, I think we're going to see um, uh, more uh, modular type homes that will be designed to be moved more than once. Because as I would mentioned, we're looking at more mobile lifestyle. So when you're thinking of building yourself, have you considered the um, the modular option? I, I absolutely am. In fact, I'm right in the middle of that um, substantial consideration right now, and I'll be meeting with a modular prefab company in British Columbia next week. Uh, they have the ability to, as you mentioned, they build your product in a completely controlled indoor environment. Uh, you get a much higher level of quality. You don't need to worry about, for example, uh, your you know your framed home without a roof on it sitting in rain for three weeks during a big rain event in Western Canada. Um, they're they're developing more energy efficient product because it's it's being built indoors with new uh, materials. Um, it's absolutely going to be assemblable and disassemblable and movable. Uh, these companies have proven that already. But I think we're just going to see more of that uh, as we sort of move into the future. And another thing about this type of construction that I really love is that it eliminates the massive waste that's produced by traditional frame building. I mean, a normal home would probably produce, you know, two or three tons of waste or more, depending on size. And that's, um, I'm not going to say it's completely eliminated, but certainly dramatically reduced when they're building in their controlled environments. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of um, benefits, I think, in the future to that style of building. And that's just one of the new building techniques that you know we're going to explore over these next few shows here. Um, I will have a show that's going to be about specifically in-factory building and um, the modular type home as well as um, uh, the, um, the building kits that they will assemble, build and assemble in the factory, disassemble it, take it to the site and assemble it there. So, you know, this is sort of an up and coming uh, trend in construction, but there's going to be a lot of other really interesting um, uh, topics regarding our, the future of uh, building. You know, we're going to be talking about, you had mentioned new materials. New materials is a really interesting topic because we haven't had new materials for, I mean, I'm exaggerating, but almost 100 years. We use wood and cement and uh, brick and, you know, the asphalt roof tiles, and these are all the same. But there's all kinds of really interesting new materials out there that are going to be beneficial for uh, new construction. Have you guys considered any of those for your new home? Um, things that we're looking at um, would include, and they won't necessarily be in my next home, but this is what I see coming down the road and maybe we'll be in a house like this one day, but, you know, uh, structural steel being used in construction, 
allows for op more open rooms and bigger spans. And whether you're living big or small, uh, certainly the trend, and it has been so for years, is that people are preferring more open space. And if you look at, um, you know, some of the um, the multi-generational home sites that we see now, whether it's, in, you know, in my community, that would be the Indo-Canadian population where there's multi-generational people in their house, or First Nations, for example, they love to have these open family common areas, and they're not so fussy about the size of their bedrooms. So uh, structural steel allows for that kind of thing. Uh, something that exists today, we don't necessarily see a lot of it would be, you know, fiberglass window frames doesn't, you know, you don't, uh, the heating and cooling that's transferred through aluminum, for example, doesn't affect you as much uh, with that type of material. Mm -hmm. um, we'll see things, you know, Tesla, Elon Musk is a genius, and we're going to be talking about him for years to come with his uh, his Tesla roof tiles and his power wall that will allow you to capture and store energy right in your own home. So there, there are so many things that are worth looking at now that I may not have in my current home or my, my immediate future home, but I may have someday down the road before I pass on. <laughs> there is uh, definitely going to be um, changes coming up beyond what the new materials are right now. So, you know, some of the things you had talked about will be the next step. Um, and we'll be talking about those in upcoming shows. But some of our other shows will be more exploratory, where we're going to be talking about um, a completely different building technique, which will be um, 3D printing. So um, they call it um, additive manufacturing as well. So they're just starting on that. We're in the infancy of 3D printing for um, all kinds of products, but homes and, and housing seems to be one that's going to make a big, big difference in the world. Um, we'll be talking about how 3D printing could potentially be taking care of um, affordable housing issues in um um, you know, our countries we live in now, but also, you know, uh, create very, very affordable housing in developing countries. Um, and, you know, that could be happening sooner than we think. Um, 3D printing down the road may involve changing um, how we build our houses right now. So right now, building a sustainable house that's going to last us 100 years is important. In the future, maybe it'll be so efficient to print a, a new home that it'll last, you know, 10 or 15 years. It'll last about as long as you're, you keep a car and then you tear it down, you recycle that material and reprint it right there on the spot. So, you know, as I said, it's going to be a thought exercise, but there's a lot of potential for this new development. In addition... We didn't talk about 4D materials, which we will in the future. But are you familiar with that at all? Uh, very loosely. I know they have the ability to sort of uh, shape themselves or adapt to the functionality that's required of them. Would you agree? Yes, it's it's just very, very new technology. Um, it's not really out there yet. But the intention is that we'll be able to create materials for your home that will um, help regulate it. So, for example, you would have... Um, walls that were designed to um, maybe uh, have tiles that curl up when it's really windy to try to uh, capture the wind to cool the, whole, the building down. Or you would have um, uh, 
uh, material that would turn white when it's really hot to dispel heat and black when it's cold to retain heat, that kind of thing. Yeah, very, very interesting technology. I think back to the 3D um, comments, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I love the idea of the disposable or recyclable or both home. It's an incredible concept. And, uh, you know, I think you could, it allows you to build uh, modern, sustainable, um, ready-made. And again, getting back to what I was saying earlier about that sort of, we want it right now mentality. Um, that's going to allow for the timely delivery of your product that I was speaking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's exciting things coming up on that front on a completely different front. When, because you're again in this situation where you have lots and lots of options and choices, there's a lot of different types of communities being developed now that are in no way mainstream yet, but may become so and seem poised to become so. Um, Have you looked into anything such as, for example, um, a co-housing community? Uh, Not personally, but they they are actually um, on the table at our municipality right now. Hmm. And I mean, when I think about a themed community or a lifestyle community, a perfect example in today's day and age would be the golf course community. But if you look at what's coming down the road, the one that's in my community that's coming is a is a gardening community. It'll be a small community centered around a very large communal garden. And it, you'll have a group of owners there that completely buy into producing their own food, uh, sharing transportation, uh, sharing the work that's required to maintain and grow their garden, and and they'll develop their own little community around that gardening lifestyle. But you could take it from you know golf to gardening to a surfing community or a mountain biking community. People living in an area that they want to be in, it can be almost anywhere because they're probably working remotely, and yet they get to uh, take advantage of the lifestyle that they prefer to live. In regards to um, these communities, I think we're at the very beginning of what we're going to um, see in the future, which will be very purpose-built communities um, designed for like-minded people. So, you know, you're talking about the gardening community. I think that's just the very uh, beginning of what we're going to see. I think this is going to be a huge thing for um, seniors. And, you know, they're going to not only share the work and share the resources, but they're just there to have a, a, a tighter community where they can support each other. Where really, you know, out in the suburbs or in, you know, the downtown cities, you just don't have that kind of connection with your neighbors. Yeah, absolutely agree with that, yes. Yeah. So we just have another moment or so. Actually, I think we better head on into a break here. Doug, thank you so much for joining me. Um, You can reach Doug Top um, if you want to visit realestatefuture.ca on today's blog post. His contact information is there, and I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. And Doug, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Congratulations and good luck. (laughs) Thanks, Doug. We will see you in a moment. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to The Future of Real Estate with Jessica Stoner. To learn more about the topics on today's show, visit www.realestatefuture.ca. Now, back to the future of real estate. So let's recap. We have covered a lot of topics that we're going to be uh, talking about and delving into over the next many weeks. I'll just go over some of the shows that we are going to be um, discussing and uh, you'll, you'll know what you're in for. So we're talking about why this is important and it's extremely important to know what's going on because we're going to be heading into a time of great change. There's going to be a lot of decisions being made and it's hard to make decisions without all the facts. So even though a lot of this isn't fact and it's it's um, still speculative at this time, it's still really good to know what might be coming so you can make your decisions based on all of the information. Some of the things we'll be covering is, um, one is the modern nomad. So that's actually going to be next week's show. As we're going to be becoming more mobile, and we can do that because the technology allows us to do so, we will be able to uh, work from anywhere because we have Wi-Fi just about anywhere. Most of our work is done on a computer now and through the internet, and so we can, you know, do our work from uh, where we choose to be. We also have things such as remote schooling. So you don't have to be in a one particular spot so your kids can go to a good school. You don't have to live in a particular neighborhood because there's a good school in that neighborhood. You can literally be, you know, have schooling anywhere in the world now. So because of that, we're going to see more mobility. So we're going to talk about the digital nomad, which is, um, you know, what... A lot of the younger generations who get out of school, they have a fully digital job and they're literally traveling the world um, it, while they're working. It used to be that they would travel the world and backpack and do that before they settled down to start their career. They're starting the career now and they're traveling the world and they don't have to just do this for a year. They can do it for as long as they want, as long as the lifestyle is working for them. So this is going to affect real estate if we have people traveling the world and not living in one spot. We're going to talk about um, the RV lifestyle, and that used to be sort of the domain of the retiree because they don't have to be in one spot to work. Now, anyone can live in their RV and travel all over the place while they're still working, while they're raising their kids, while their kids are in school. 
We're going to talk about snowbirding because that is something, again, that used to be the domain of the retirees. And now there is a wide variety of people who want to get out of the (laughs) blustery north. And I'm telling you right now, this is a good day to be doing it because it's like minus 20 outside. (laughs) And uh, I understand why snowbirds want to get down south. So it's... um, Something that we'll be talking about, about how this lifestyle will be expanding. And as more people are mobile, this is affecting traditional real estate. We'll talk about uh, one lifestyle that I find very fascinating because it, it I see the appeal called, uh, well, I mean, this is what they're calling themselves, but the Airbnb lifestyle or the VRBO lifestyle, which is vacation rental by owner. So these are people that do not have a permanent home and they will... Um, travel for a couple weeks at a time or a month at a time or maybe a couple months at a time and they're staying in um, uh, short-term rentals but this is their lifestyle so they'll be in a month here and a month there and uh, they're still working and they get to live in a comfortable house and uh, this is their housing so if this is going to become a mainstream lifestyle this is going to affect how we live and uh, how real estate is affected. And of course, as I mentioned, the municipalities will have to recognize that this is housing and not vacation uh, or tourism type um, uh, rentals. So we'll talk about that next week. After that, we'll talk about a few other things. We're going to have a conversation about um, the future of real estate construction. So we'll talk about what uh, Doug and I were discussing, which is modular homes in factory builds, um, and how that is going to, or how is it, it's changing from the way it used to be and how this will affect the future of real estate. Um, in addition to that, of course, we'll have other shows, as I had mentioned, on 3D printing, new materials, high-tech materials. Um, and uh, then we're going to delve into um, the technology of future homes. Our homes in the future are going to be unrecognizable to us right now. And that's even right now when we know how much technology changes and how fast it changes. Like, if you think about the fact that the iPhone has only been around for nine years and how absolutely dependent we're on, uh, we are on our mobile devices nowadays, you can imagine how quickly we're going to be dependent on uh, new technology coming into the home and making our lives so much easier. Um we're going to explore things that don't seem to have much to do with real estate, um, but it will affect it nonetheless. So as I mentioned, we're going to talk about drones. Drones are going to affect every single aspect of our lives in of business and of the world in the future. And you bet it's going to affect um, uh, your home. And in addition to that, the future of transportation, it's changing quite dramatically now. There will be some major shifts, and that also is going to affect um, your home and where you choose to live and where all of a sudden you can live, where maybe before it wasn't um, feasible. We're going to talk about uh, the real uh, the baby boomers and how um, much they're going to affect the current real estate landscape and how it's going to affect our future real estate landscape. You know, we haven't talked today about some other future shows that are going to be coming up. One show is a really important one, and it's about people's need to take back control. Right now, people are 
um, dependent on the government for their power and their water and their food and um, or if it's not the government it's big business and people are becoming less comfortable with that so as technology allows us to take back that control people are going to we're going to see um, people providing their own power sources for their homes or their communities they're going to be uh, growing their own foods. We're going to see urban farming grow significantly, uh, which, you know, is going to be urban gardens, urban livestock. We're going to see urban beekeeping. Um, these are fringe things right now, but it's going to be mainstream because this is important to people and they'll have the ability to do so where they never did before. We're going to see some um, new lifestyles showcased over the next little while in, in the show. We'll talk about tiny housing. And, um, you know, is this a trend right now? Is this a permanent movement? Why are people doing this? Is it simply affordability or is it a change or a shift in people's um, uh, values? So we are going to be talking about tiny housing, but also that includes the micro condo movement. So these are condos in major cities that are uh, studios, 300, 400, 500 square feet. Um, This will be a really interesting show. Some shows will be straight thought experiments. We're going to be talking about digital currencies and the blockchain and how is this going to affect real estate. Real estate is big money and are we going to be able to be buying real estate with digital currency and is the blockchain going to change the way we hold title to our properties. So we're going to, I mean, right now that's so new, it it is a thought experiment. We'll also be thinking about um, in another show how the universal basic income might affect real estate and if universal income might become um, something that's genuine in some societies. So the last thing that I just want to quickly touch on is that uh, we'll have a show on the future of the real estate transaction. This is going to change quite dramatically as, and I, we talked about this with Roy, about how um, new technology will allow uh, buyers and sellers to buy and sell more easily, how realtors will have more resources at their fingertips to make sure that contracts are safer and more secure and how eas- much easier the transaction will be for the um uh, the individual to uh, carry out the transaction from distance. So we have a lot to cover over the next little while. And I really look forward to being able to talk to you then. Please feel free to share a link to the show and uh, to any of your friends and family or whatnot. Again, that can be found at realestatefuture.ca. And uh, you can send me a note through the website as well. And I would be happy to answer you. Again, if you have a Uh, If you like a referral to a realtor in your area that is forward thinking, send me a quick note and I'll hook you up. Please join me next Wednesday at 12 noon um, for The Modern Nomad and uh, we'll explore those together. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed and have been inspired from today's edition of The Future of Real Estate. Be sure to join Jessica Stoner again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll see you here next week. 